Hey everybody, what's going on? Steve here, just saying what's up before the episode. To start things off at the top, the Jerky Hut. JerkyHutOnline.com. On Instagram, you can find him at JerkyHutOnline. David Herman, he's the man that runs the company. He was nice enough. He's the man that made this episode possible, helping me out with a Comic-Con pass uh, for Los Angeles Comic-Con. That is what we are doing uh, that is what we did two weeks ago. I was lucky enough. This is much like the black and white ball episode, except the interviews that I have <coughs> are much shorter. Uh, I was fortunate enough that the people I ran into were nice enough to talk to me, give me a couple minutes of their time during Comic-Con. Uh, there were several people that I asked uh, to appear on the episode, and they just told me no. They didn't have time. Even though there was no one around them at Comic-Con. That's all right. I don't mind. Uh, Sam Jones, Flash uh, Flash Gordon himself, was really nice enough right off the bat to be like, hey, man, you want to ask me a couple questions? You're more than welcome to. I run into Danny Limelight while I'm on the floor. That was a nice, uh, pleasant surprise. The second day we were there, I was fortunate enough to run into Jesse and Leonard Malton. Uh, I have known Jesse less than a year, uh, but she is an absolute sweetheart. Uh, her father is a scholar and a gentleman. If you don't know who Leonard Malton is, what is wrong with your life? They have their own uh, podcast. It's called Malton on Movies. Uh, they're also on Patreon. They have a little Maltreon. I am a, a subscriber of Maltreon. Uh, and uh, Malton on Movies. Uh, I really hope to get Leonard and Jesse on for a full episode. Uh, so hopefully you guys can shout them out on Twitter and let them know about that one. Uh, from the nighttime show, uh, I have both Matt Walker and Stephen Kramer Glickman. Uh, for those of you that the name might sound familiar. Steven Kramer Glickman was on the Nickelodeon TV show Big Time Rush. He was also in the animated movie Storks where he voiced a penguin and Tracy Morgan. Uh, I hope to also uh, have him on for a full episode. Uh, I'll definitely get him on for a full episode. He mentions it uh, uh, when I interview him, but Steven and I have known each other uh, for 20 years. Uh, I was about 16 years old when I met Steven and his sister, uh, Natalie and uh, yeah I've, I've known them ever since and their mom Pam Pam is amazing uh, but yeah so what five six interviews uh, and as I stated they're on the comic-con floor uh, on the floor people are constantly walking around us I bought a microphone specifically for comic-con so hopefully it helps hopefully it's not uh, too loud hopefully you're able to completely understand it uh, last we spoke, I was going to go to the movies, uh, double feature of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. I loved Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Um, uh, I, I can't tell you how many times I've actually just watched that movie. Jay and Silent Bob Reboot was amazing. Uh, <clears throat> makes fun of sequels, makes fun of reboots, makes fun of remakes, makes fun of itself. Uh, but other than that, it's it's got some loving, touching issues, some things that it deals with. Uh, and if you get a chance to see it, they're on the, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot tour. Uh, check it out. Give it a shot. Figure, you know, see if it's going to be in your area. If not, it's going to be on VOD and buy it on, on DVD. It's going to be amazing. Uh, I know I've mentioned it before. I will mention it again. 
Uh, I have a YouTube page. I just take five movies out of my personal DVD collection. And I talk about it. Sometimes I have a theme. Mostly I have a theme. Uh, And yeah, check that out. It's on YouTube. You just YouTube search the last podcast you'd want. That's the name of the channel. That's the name of the show. That's the name of the podcast. That's what you're listening to. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, everyone gives their uh, handles on the thing, uh, on the thing, on the episode. I'm going to tag them in the description anyways. Uh, please, if you liked them on the show, please hit them up on Instagram. Uh, please hit them up on Twitter. Let them know that you enjoyed them on the show, that you'd like to hear them on for a longer episode. Uh, guys, that's, that's me. That's this, that's that. I'm going to get going. Uh, God, I hope everyone's doing well. I hope everybody is just chugging along and being the best person that they can be. And I don't know. Positive energy. That's what I'm just going to leave it with before we start. Positive energy. We miss you, Brody. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Steven with the last podcast you'd want. I'm here at LA Comic Con with Flash Gordon himself, Sam Jones. Sam, how are we doing today? All right, Stephen, good to be here, man. Excellent, I'm glad to have you on, thank you so much. Quick question, what's a movie that you could watch every day, no questions asked, just a personal favorite? Yeah, well, you know, I'm kind of old-fashioned. I like all the action stuff, a lot of Mel Gibson, Braveheart, Patriot, huge fan of Denzel Washington. Matter of fact, I would, one of my dreams is to have Mel Gibson direct a movie with me and Denzel Washington together. That would be so cool. I love Gerard Butler and all his, all the great action stuff. You know, uh, Olympus has fought. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, Angel, yeah, oh, Angel has fought. All that, yeah, 300, of course. I love Robert Downey Jr. and Sherlock Holmes. Oh, I love all those. That. Uh, what else? Oh, I mean, I'm just, um, yeah. And now... You know, I watch so much on Netflix that I'm sort of okay, I got it, but uh, I'm starting to look at uh, uh, at all the uh, Turner Classic movies now. Okay. They really had something. If, if, if the fans get a chance to, to watch, you know, a couple years ago I would think, ah, you know, okay, the old black and white corny stuff, but let me tell you something. They knew what they were doing. The, the writers, the actors, <coughs> the, the quality. The theme, the storylines. I mean, uh, the the uh, the a lot of them had. They all had redeeming qualities. No matter how much of an edge there was, there was always redemption involved. Good represented good, the the pure form of it, and bad was bad. Absolutely. Okay, and the good guy came in and uh, neutralized uh, anybody taking uh, you know taking advantage of innocence. And yeah, that's, I, I just I love that. I mean, I I, I love being I love being tra- I think like anybody else, Stephen. I love being transported to a place and just sit back and lose and, yourself. And, and, yeah, and yeah, enjoy the adventure and, and not try to over brainstorm or overthink anything. Absolutely. One more question for you. Yeah. Do you remember the first movie to give you nightmares? Well, I, I think the, one of the first movies I saw was. Planet of the Apes with Charlton Heston. I don't know about nightmares, but that was kind of uh, disconcerting, you know. It, it was, and it it made me think. Well, wait a minute. 
the humans are in cages and the apes are running free. <laughs> it, it was a wild. It was hard for me to figure that out in the beginning. Right. And uh, then with the big twist at the end of it was just Earth all along. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't watch a lot of horror films. No, that's all right. I just I want to watch films that that because you know half of America is kind of split and angry and and upset right now. So I'm I'm a big stickler for whatever type of music we listen to, whoever we hang out with, and the type of movies we watch. I think it's time for us to start start being built up instead of broken down. Absolutely. And that, that's what I love doing. Absolutely. That's great. Uh, where can people find you online? Do you have a Twitter? Do you have an Well, you know, Instagram? if you go, our documentary is out now called Life After Flash. It's really good. Uh, if you go to that website, it'll lead you to all social media. Perfect. So Life After Flash. Life After Flash. Mr. Yes. Jones, thank you so right, much. Stephen, thank and you, you have yourself an excellent day. You too. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to LA Comic Con. I'm walking around the floor, and who do I run into? An old uh, associate of mine, professional wrestler, extraordinaire, stuntman, added to the list now, Danny Limelight. Danny, how we doing? What's going on, Ever Scott? How you doing, baby? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, we're going to jump right into it. Have you ever walked out of a movie in the movie theater? Yes. Actually, I recently walked out of a movie in the movie theater, though. Um, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Okay. I just, I, you know, being a huge Marvel fan, being a huge comic book fan, I walked in today expecting, you know, some some kind of payoff from the, the entire new X-Men franchise, and I was so disappointed. As soon as they killed Mystique, I sat around for 10 more minutes. I watched Magneto get afraid for some reason of the Phoenix, and I just didn't like the way, what they did with the character development, so I just, you know, got up and I walked out with my daughter. She hated it too, by the way. I'm, I'm right there. I watched it on... Uh I watched it on DVD, uh, and the only reason I watched it is because I'm doing an upcoming X-Men review nice. of least popular to most, most popular, popular with me and a guest, uh, and that one that one is definitely... Oh. Hey, if you're doing that, least popular, Dark Phoenix, and most popular X-Men movie with me is either going to be Logan or X2. Okay. Okay. For, me, for me, Logan is number two and X2 is X2. number one. There you go. Hey, for, me though, for me, though, least is X3. Oh. I, no, I, I still think Phoenix uh, was worse than X3. I, I, all the Phoenix payoffs have been shit. Yes, really, absolutely. And it's like it's like the most one of the most badass characters in the X Men franchise. The only thing I did like about X Three was you know seeing different mutants. They, they showcase a lot of different mutants. So when they I, first I kinda, introduced Beast, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, I kind of I kind of like that. You know, I kind of pop for Beast. So I kinda, you can you can appreciate that yes. aspect of it, of course. You know, just seeing the new mutants that we didn't think we would get to see. You know, of but course. Dark Phoenix, I, I it was the first movie in I don't know how many years that I actually walked out of. Walked out. There you go. Uh, and do you have a favorite director, someone you're always looking forward to a new project, or a director that's not around that you enjoy the collective works of? Um, whew, that's a good one. You know, recently I've been watching a lot of Leonardo DiCaprio films, okay. you know, working on trying to, you know, the acting side of things, and uh, he's, I think he's one of my favorite people to watch. But I love the majority of his movies with Scorsese. Okay, yeah, you know? absolutely. I love the way that he the thinks that he works. Yep, The Departed. Yeah. You got, you know, Shutter, Shutter Island. Island. Oh, Shutter Island. So Fucking good. amazing. So oh, good, my God. Bro. Yeah, absolutely. And even, even his non-Leonardo DiCaprio movies were, 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 were still Ga great. You Gangs know? of New York. Not yes. a, it's still Gang a Leo still, film. Still a Leo film. But still yeah, Leo film. no, I'm right there. I'm right there with you, Goodfellas, Casino. He's, he's just, he has been the man for so many years. And you know what? Goodfellas is one of my favorite movies ever. It's on my top five. There you go. And what are your thoughts on Martin Scorsese uh, essentially saying that comic book movies aren't legitimate films? I don't agree with that. Because I'm a huge comic book nerd, huge comic. I don't think you know it's 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 
you're taking something. It's like it's like if he makes a movie out of the books he makes. You know, it's, it's the same concept. I would think, right? Of a comic book turned into a movie. You know, you got it's several. Still a book. It's still a book. It's a book. It's a version of a book, and it's an I think it's book. a different. Yeah. You know, those movies, comic book movies aren't for everybody. Even though everybody goes to watch it and it, they they sell out the most in movie theaters. Of course. It's it's for people who can appreciate the comic books when they were growing up, and then it's for the kids that like the cartoons and. This newer generation, I don't know much about it, but they see it and they love it. You know? And it's a good way for fathers and sons and fathers and daughters, daughters and, and parents, parents and children yeah, to bug. connect through that. Absolutely. Excellent. Last thing I'll hit you with, I'll let you get going. Have you seen Joker? I have. I saw Joker Friday, the, the Friday it came out. Um, so originally when I first heard they were making this movie, I was skeptical. I was like, I don't, you know, I don't really know. I didn't like you know, Jared Leto's Joker. And, but I loved Heat's Joker. And I was just like, I don't think we need a Joker movie. I, I didn't see the point of it, you know, because when you think Joker, you think Batman. They go hand in hand. hand in, of course. It, absolutely, you know. And so when I seen it was going to be a non-Batman Joker movie, I was like, this doesn't really appeal to me. I seen another trailer and I was like, wow. You know, like Joaquin Phoenix is a great actor and he's just, he's such a Methodist, you know. Absolutely. I went to watch this movie, bro. I was blown away by his acting. I walked in there, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to expect a comic book action-packed movie. I want to go watch this man act, and that movie was fucking brilliant. Am I allowed to curse? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was yeah. fucking brilliant. Absolutely. His acting, like, if, he, he if made Joaquin, me feel for it. If he does not get an Oscar nom. He'll, he'll, he'll get one. He'll absolutely oh get one. It, Heath Ledger won for Best Supporting Actor yeah. with that role. He, Joaquin Phoenix is, is at least going to get a nod. Oh, I, at, I at, hope at so. Oscar. It, um, it was, no, I want to go see Just the way he like, made himself so skinny. I'm like, still the, thinking about the film. The things that happened, did, what was real, and what was, wasn't real. It was still like, a tie to like the Bruce Wayne stuff. Oh, and, and, oh and yeah. And it all came around and connected. I yeah. love that too, you know? like Yeah, so, so, so spoiler, did you get the connection that the woman he's talking to at the end of the movie is the same counselor that he was talking to that was the, the city counselor? I did so, not see that. So what? So was it all? I'm I'm 99% sure it's the same woman. I'd have to watch it again now. I want to go see it. Oh, no. bro! Like, yeah, I didn't, and I, didn't I looked at every that. detail, every tag, every 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 scribbling on the wall. I was looking for some, something, just something, some hints of something. Oh. But you know what? Now they're saying they're gonna start making Two Face movies and, fr- and you know, uh, uh, Mr. Freeze movies. Like maybe the next wave of comic book movies that we're gonna get are villain origin stories. And if that's the case. I'd really, 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 if we're going back to the Marvel side, would like to see a Green Goblin. Like, on Harry Osborn. Absolutely. On his fucking slump. Or, or Doctor Doom movie. I will be there. And with that, I'm going to let you yep. get going. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Nice Hit us you. online with your, with your online. Oh, yeah, yeah. You just find me on Twitter, Instagram, anywhere, at Danny Limelight. There you go. Thank right, you, brother. sir. Good to you see have you a great guys. day. Good seeing you. Have a good one. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here at LA Comic Con walking among the floor and what do I see but a rainbow of hair and I knew from the instant I saw it, it was Jesse Malton right next to her father, Leonard Malton. I have them here today. Hello, Jesse. Hello, Leonard. How are we doing? We're doing great. We're great. I'm, I like to be easy to find for you. <laughs> well, I, I love your hair. It's it's. I see you see it from a from a mile away. It's That's so it. vibrant and I, I cannot. It's so it's it's as bright as your personality. Oh. This sweet talker, yeah. this guy. So we're gonna go with a fun one. I like too. Yes. Uh, first movie to give you nightmares, if you happen to remember that. The man who laughs. The man who laughs. Uh-huh. And what year is that? It's a late silent film from 1928 with Conrad Veidt, the great German actor, uh, playing. It's a Victor Hugo story. He plays a man who has had his face disfigured, and he cannot lose a permanent toothy smile 
All right. It's a very creepy movie. Excellent. I I would I would see that. Okay, okay. And Mr. Moulton, do you remember the first movie to give you nightmares? There's a film called It Came From Outer Space, which which is now semi-laughable, but it was a science fiction hit in the 50s, and I saw it as a kid, and there's a scene where they've trapped this monster who they have not yet seen. They've seen manifestations, but not the monster itself, in a cave, and the hero is talking to it in the cave. Come on, show yourself. Show yourself. You hear noises. I ran out to the lobby. <laughs> so I don't know that it gave me nightmares, but it certainly provoked a strong reaction. Okay, excellent. That's great. That's great. And uh, let's see. Another another good one I like is uh, what's a movie that you watch that just takes you back to, to your childhood, to a more youthful time? All of them. All of them. Um, I grew up on old... Well, I grew up on... on Old movies on local television okay. in the New York area. Now, now everything's on cable or on Turner Classic Movies. But when I was a kid, TV was a living museum of movies. Of course. So I grew up on Laurel and Hardy and The Little Rascals and the films of the Marx Brothers and W.C. Fields and Humphrey Bogart and everyone else you can name from the classic era. Of course. So I think Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. Okay. Takes me back to my childhood. Okay. And, and uh, funny enough, uh, I, I have to thank you. One of my favorite films as of late, uh, even though it's not Jerry Lewis, Bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn gorilla. It's almost Jerry Lewis. It's almost. I Watching it, I went to Maltinvest, watching it, there were moments I had to remind myself I was not watching Jerry Lewis. That's right. He did so good. That's great. And uh, do you happen to have just, I know with all the actors, but do you happen to have a, a favorite actor? Or actress. From the past, it would be Humphrey Bogart. Okay. Start. I just never tire of watching him. Of course. And Casablanca is my all-time favorite movie. For today, it's so hard to say. There's so many talented people around. Uh, I think Meryl Streep is probably my favorite actress. Okay, excellent. That's great. Thank you so much. Uh, it was a pleasure having you on. Jesse, I'm going to bug you for Hi. one yes, more yes, one. Yes, 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 uh, yes. Last movie you saw in the movie theater. Oh, I just saw Jojo Rabbit. Oh, and how was it? It is incredible. I want to see is, Jojo Rabbit so I don't so want to give anything away no, because no, no. it's very special. Yeah. But it is incredible. That's excellent. And, and I, have you seen Joker? I have not. I have not yet, no. Leonard, have uh, you seen Joker? He did. Did you, did you enjoy it? No. No? All right. I enjoyed nothing about it. Okay, that's... I appreciated Joaquin Phoenix's very committed performance. I appreciated, you know, that it's a well-made movie. But I didn't like it. Okay. Just my, too, my too, too long, too slow. Oh, you're, Alice loves it. Yep. Not loves it. Oh. She thought it was a really good what? piece of social commentary. Okay, I, and I, I, I agree with her on that. And I appreciate what it was trying to say. But I thought... It, was heavy-handed and obvious what it was saying. Of course. Well, thank you so much, Mr. Malta. Jesse, thank you so thank much. Thank you, my friend. Absolutely. It's so nice to see you. You as well. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to leave it at that. And uh, back to con. Ladies and gentlemen, Stephen here. Last podcast you want, LA Con again. I am at the nighttime show booth. Yep. Here with one Mr. Matt Walker. That is me. Matt, how we doing? I'm doing good. Excellent. 
quick question, couple questions. Mm-hmm. Do you happen to remember the first movie to give you nightmares? Uh, it would be Pinocchio. Pinocchio, what part? I cried in the theater when he got swallowed by a whale. I was. It was when they re-released it in, I don't know, like 1980 or something. Okay, okay. So I was like five or six years old. Saw it as a small child, and I cried in the theater, and that's probably the one that gave me nightmares the first time. Monstro swallowing Pinocchio. Yeah. That is... That's that is the first most, time somebody told you that. That well, that, yeah, and yeah. I, that's probably the most original. Like, cause I get horror films, I get yeah, Child's Play, I get Nightmare on Elm Street. I didn't see a lot of horror movies when I was a kid, so like that was the kind of scary thing I would see. You would deal like, with. I remember Bambi kind of messed me up too, you know, when that was released in theaters. Of course. Uh, like the first horror movie I saw was. Uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers with Donald Sutherland. <laughs> okay. Because I remember my dad rented a VCR because he needed one for work. And this is like in the early 80s. Yeah. And he rented a VCR. And he had to rent And he VCRs. got one movie with it. And he got Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which is weird because it's not a movie my dad would ever want to watch, ever. Uh, I think my dad liked any movie made after 1960. So... Watching that one was unusual, but we watched that movie. I remember that one kind of messed me up because it was kind of scary and creepy. And oh, whatever, yeah. Donald Sutherland. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. 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 So. Of course. No, that's great. Um, what is a movie that you love so much that you could just watch it every day, no questions asked? Uh, I mean, I burn myself out on anything, but the one I've seen the most number of times sort of fits that criteria is Reservoir Dogs. And again, I was in college... I had a VCR, I only had one videotape, and it was Reservoir Dogs. So I watched that movie at least once a week for probably two years. Okay, and that's a great movie, though. Yeah, it's a very good movie. I used to know the entire movie by heart. Like, I could just recite the movie. Um, I haven't seen it in a few years now, so I can't do that anymore. But uh, that's right up there. That's great. That's awesome. And uh, do you have a favorite director? All time, uh, it's got to be either Hitchcock or Kubrick, and I'll go with Hitchcock for a volume. Okay, excellent. But Uh, Your favorite Hitchcock film? Uh, so hard to choose. Um, top, top three. So you gotta have you have to have Vertigo. You have to have Psycho, and I gotta go North by Northwest. Okay, those are top three. No, that's great. That's great. And last movie you saw in the theater, Joker. What did you think? Very good movie. Uh, really well made. I don't think I recommend it to anyone, but it's a very good movie, and I'm glad I saw it. But it's not a movie that you have any fun watching. It's not a, a movie where you're like, wow, this is such a good movie while you're watching it. It's kind of an ordeal, but it's a very good movie. Um, but I know way too many people that are way too close to being the Joker <laughs> to make it every Every watch. comedian is one heckler yes. away from being the Joker. Yeah, I mean, because I, I do stand-up, so I know yeah. tons of people that I'm like, oh, yeah, let's, let's hope the social funding doesn't get cut off or we're going to have a lot of Jokers running around the comedy scene. I mean, I'm not going to lie. My best friend hadn't seen it, so I went and saw it for a second time last night. Okay, if I ever see it a second time... I'm going to try to count the number of cigarettes that he smokes. Because that's got to be about 50 in that movie. Probably. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you online? Uh, go to funnymat.com, or if you're upset with any of these answers, let me know at mattwalkersucks.com. Perfect. Thank yep. you much, Thank you. sir. And you have a good right. one. Ladies and gentlemen, San Diego, not San Diego, fuck me, Los Angeles Comic Con, rocking around the floor. Who do I run into? good friend of mine, Steven Kramer Glickman. Wow, buddy. We've known each other for 20 whole years. 20 years. Yeah, it, it dawned on me the other day. Yep. And so, uh, thank you for taking a quick moment coming on. Of course. I I, 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 I uh, support you in everything you do, whether you're uh, an apostle, 
in, you know, in Jesus Christ Superstar, uh, uh, betraying the Lord. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. No, we, we had a lot of fun together, though, back in the day. We did. We've known each other for a long a time. A long time. You were uh, shorter then. A you, lot more annoying. Yeah. Yes. But also very sweet. You've always been very sweet. All right. Thank you. So we're going to do a couple quick questions. A little short Comic-Con thing. You ever walked out of a movie in the movie theater? Have I ever walked out of a movie in the movie theater? Yes, absolutely. What movie? Uh, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, I think. All right. I walked out and I yelled, fuck this movie. And I stormed out of the movie. That's good. Bad film. Bad film, Revenge of the Fallen. I I, I might have seen that's the second one or I the think third so. one. It was a bad movie. It was a bad one. It was the one where one of the Transformers had a beard. Okay. So I don't, you know it's good. I don't know if I saw that one. When a Transformer has a, facial hair. What in the fucking hell? Movie movie you could watch every day. A movie I can watch every day? Star Wars. First Star Wars, probably. I probably can watch every day. Good to see you, buddy. Star Wars, New Hope. That's great. And uh, hit you with a quick one. Favorite director? Favorite director? I'm going to say... Uh, Active or retired? You know, it used to... I mean, I'd say Steven Spielberg is probably my favorite director. Probably. Probably. All right. Steven Spielberg. And last movie you saw in the theater? Last movie I saw in the theater was... uh, Oh, my God. My brain... Oh, Joker. I went to go see. And your thoughts? I really, really, truly enjoyed it. I thought it was very fun. I did not see it coming. I did not see the big surprise... Uh, ending things. I didn't yeah. see any of it coming, and that's because oh, whenever I go into movies, I don't. I try not to expect anything, and I try not to watch previews. Perfect. So that's why. Steven, thank you so much. Wonderful I, to see you, buddy. We'll, we'll get you on sometime soon for a full episode. I look forward to that. Excellent, ladies and gentlemen. I'm pretty sure this is the last interview for Los Angeles Comic Con. Steven Straw, Steven Glickman signing out. Ever wonder how your buddy got those exclusive wrestling superstar action figures? Finn Balor or even that Ric Flair autograph 8x10 photo that you can't find in stores? Chances are they came from Pro Wrestling Loot, professional wrestling's most unique and fan-friendly monthly subscription box. Pro Wrestling Loot customizes a 5-7 to seven item mystery box for wrestling fans that includes exclusive t-shirts, action figures, collectibles, trading cards, pins, autographs, and more that you can't find anywhere else. Today, for all of our last podcast you'd want listeners, we have a deal for you. Just head over to ProWrestlingLoot.com and enter the promo code LASTPODCAST to check out to save 20% off your first box with Pro Wrestling Loot. With over 20,000 followers online and presence at some of the biggest conventions in the United States, including WrestleCon and StarCast, Pro Wrestling Loot just isn't a business. With ties to indie, mainstream, lucha libre, American, and European pro wrestling, Pro Wrestling Loot is always sending out the most unique items with you in mind over the last five years. Sign up today at ProWrestlingLoot.com for just $24.99 and start receiving your monthly Pro Wrestling Loot box. Plus, for a limited time, enter code LASTPODCAST and receive 20% off your first box. Pro Wrestling Loot, for the fan in all of us. Thanks for coming to see our show. Sad to tell you we got to go. Grab your hat and head for the door. In case you didn't notice, there ain't any more.